Anyway. Oh, wait, are you are we rolling? He's been oh, rolling. we've been rolling. Oh, cool. We've been shit. rolling. We have been rolling. Guys, welcome to the Ayo Chill Podcast. Today we have the fucking amazing, talented sound engineer, low-key model. We'll get into that too. Yeah, he's pretty sexy. My boy, Nathaniel <laughs> Hawkins. Thank you for coming on to the show today, bro. Thanks for having me, guys. Bro, it's a fucking pleasure to have you. So without further ado, bro, let's get into our first topic that we're going to talk about today. Dr. Seuss, what? Tell me, have you heard about all this Dr. Seuss bullshit that's happening today? A little bit, yo. I've been so disconnected with the news and everything since like COVID hit. It's been like COVID, this, this, and that, and cancel culture. I'm, I've been so disconnected from that type of stuff. Yeah, in general, so I don't even keep up basically with it anymore. the whole shit with the Dr. Seuss is there were six books that um the basically the people who have the publishing rights for Dr. Seuss. They have like six books, which are almost like no name books. Only one of them, like I really fucks with, um, but they had like racist images in it, right? So basically, like what I'm looking at right now, I know you can't see it, but basically, like there was like a Chinese guy, and he was like yellow. <laughs> he was like fucking yellow, right? And I was just like, and and then you know they're looking at that shit, and they're like, they're like, well, this is fucked up. We can't sell this book anymore, and they like really couldn't fix it, you know, like. But go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Open free space here, bro. <laughs> Open for you. What do you space. want to say? I don't know. Like how? How else are they? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like what? What color were they? Like, what color were they supposed okay. to make them? Okay. So like, so like, it's, it's just like I, I don't know how fucked up like these get into. Like yeah. that's just one example, right? So like, they made this guy. The thing is, okay. So I'm I'm gonna describe the picture for you, okay? Just because our listeners actually can't see this shit, and I can't put it up because of copyright. But okay, it's it's a. It's a it's a man who's holding chopsticks. <laughs> Wait, is he is he eating? Yeah, well, no, he's not. He just has the bowl in front of him. He's running. He's holding chopsticks. The bowl's in front of him. He has like an umbrella like type hat, uh, right? Straw hat thing. Um, and his his eyes are obviously different than everybody else's <laughs> eyes in the picture. Um, and in the original, he had the like ponytail flowing behind him, and it's like as long as his body. And he's yellow, right? <laughs> so like, it, it was it was kind of. So that was just one example. I forget which book this is from. I think um oh this is a so the book that they're not printing anymore. It's called um, uh, and to think I saw that on Mulberry Street. That's that's the book. Um, and there's a total of six books, but that was the only one that I kind of recognized. The other ones is like. The cat in the hat, quizzy, the quizzer, the quizzer. You didn't, of the cat, you didn't recognize the cat's the quizzer. Like obviously, I like, but this is like, uh, like one of those side books, like the side hoe books of like the freaking side cat and hat. You know what I mean? Spin-off. Like, there's yeah. a cat in the hat, like you know the obvious, the blue cat in the hat mm-hmm. book. This is one where he's just like, his hands folded. And he's just like the cat's quizzer. Like, what the fuck is this book about? Like, I don't even know what the fuck it's about. But apparently, like they had like a whole bunch of like fucked up shit in there too. Like, um. They were like racist against Eskimos and stuff. Um, hey, you can't say Eskimo. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it not? Like I don't know. No, it's not Eskimos. Yeah, they prefer Inuits. Oh, Inuits. Is that how you say it? I don't fucking know. So it's, I just think it's mad funny because they like canceled. Um, <laughs> we're mad, have a like, new host in here. <laughs> like mad people were like angry about this mm-hmm. shit. Like it, it was like top heading like news, but meanwhile like there's people dying from Corona and shit. And uh, I don't want to say like I, I got I'm in a politics class right now, and like also there was this video of some senator like going on the show. He's like, um, he's like Republicans stop fucking caring about like Dr. Seuss and like care about the country. And I'm just like, 
Bro, people care about Dr. Seuss, man. I don't fucking know. Dude, what, are, what are you guys, what is your take on it, Flo? Bro, I actually have no idea about this whole thing. I, really? know, I know, like, people started, like, with the books and stuff. They started selling it on eBay because they were jumping up in prices. And um, I saw, like, there was, like, a big, like, turn, turn for, uh, like, Canada hats and shit like that. But that's honestly the only, I didn't know why it was canceled or anything like that. How about you, Nathaniel? Um, I think, like, this whole pandemic has given people too much time on their hands to, like, nitpick things especially like also they took off poker uh uh peter pan dumbo and a few other shows off disney plus they did yeah because like i i didn't look too much into it but i know with peter pan the first thing i thought of is like the native american scene uh, with like the little like yeah, the little yeah, kids yeah, yeah. playing like cowboys in it native americans <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, why are we, wrong, <laughs> we so careful? Bro. Everything so we say like, in this fucking thing. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, bro. so it's like crazy. I, I understand that, but it's like you you're depicting a Native American character as a Native American character, like literally shooting arrows and blowing tobacco smoke, bro. Like you're that's the character that you're literally depicting. Mm-hmm. That's not really racist at all. But okay, whatever. So I see, I see how they get like insensitive, and like the thing is with cancel culture. They're trying to do everything that is supposed to be, like, correct. I don't... Like, it's weird because, like, different... I feel like we're... Regardless of whether we like it or not, we're moving into an era that is just, like, people want to be correct about shit. People don't want to be disrespectful. Mm. And, like, there is a, we're going into a very sensitive time period. And I don't think that there is, like, necessarily a lot of ways to fight it. I think it's... I, but at the same time, it's, like... Because even with these books, like... Honestly, business-wise, um, I, I don't have the numbers here actually in front of me. But business-wise, this was very fucking smart on the publishing side's books. Number one, um, they did this right around the time where it's like uh, the national book. Um, oh, uh, Read Across read, America. Read Across America. Read Across America, right? You remember that yeah. shit in middle school, right? I remember read, seeing an ad before that. Read Across America, yeah. although it's not specifically like sponsored by Dr. Seuss, they made that date there because it's dr seuss's birthday so obviously that all that shit's gonna happen so the pr people from this company were definitely just like yo let's get rid of these books before we get canceled on it already all this shit all even us talking about it is free fucking advertising for them any press is good press um i i let me look it up here just in case but literally sales of dr seuss books are up like yeah that's, like that's what i'm saying i, I yeah. saw that 300 so yeah, it's like ridiculous yeah. and it's like fuck it it's lit bro look they got all this money now they're not at fault because they're just like if even if people are trying to cancel dr seuss they can't because now the publishing people are trying to like do right right right, right. fucking money yeah. bro i think the only real to backtrack a little bit i think the only like valid example of like successful or I should say, like, valid cancel culture uh, and, like, fixing something that's racially insensitive or something is, like, the Simpsons getting rid of Apu. Like, well, that's his right. name, right? The Indian guy. They got rid of Apu? Yeah. yeah. A few, maybe, like, two years ago. And But it was the Simpsons literally Apu's decided. my boy? <laughs> they were, like, deciding, like, okay, obviously, like, we have this very stereotypical Indian, Indian character that, like, runs a corner store. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the most stereotypical Indian character of, like, all time. Like, we, like okay, we're going to get rid of that. And they chose to get rid of him. Cool. Uh, another, and I think the only other kind of valid example to kind of switch this into sports is the the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Where, the Washington oh, yeah, football yeah. team. Washington See, football the thing team. is, like, that logo isn't really that derogatory. Like, he's red. Like, that guy is red. Like, he's maroon. Like, a sunburnt ass. But 
other than that, like he looks like he looks like a Native American person. You know, like he funny? legitimately like it looks. It's and very I realistic. Peop- I think people were okay with them yeah. having the team name like that. I actually, but they canceled it because obviously the whole another group switched over and stuff you, like that. You know what? Actually, I was in a class. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my high school teacher. An incredible man. His name is Mr. Donnelly. I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, but fuck it. Yeah, I said it. Oh, yeah, I um, had him too. He was bro, lit. He's literally one of the best teachers I've ever had in my life. Literally, shout out to you, bro, if you're watching this. But um, we actually had a class and we had a we had a club. Um, he ran a club after school. I don't know if it still runs. It actually stopped running like uh, my junior year of high school, but it was called the Thought Club, but not like Thoughts. Like, not thoughts. thoughts. It was like, all thoughts, hoes. Right? It was really weird. But, um, <laughs> In that club, we actually discussed that. And basically, the thing behind it is that apparently, like, the um, feathers that go on top of, like, any Native American's heads, like, it's very, like, it's almost like their version of, like, a hijab. Like, it's that's... It's ceremonial. That's how, like, sacred it is to them, right? A lot of these teams, um, I forget which teams we went to, but we looked into them, and a lot of people, or a lot of, like, any sports clubs or anything that actually use Native American symbols, they're, like, all specific to each tribe, Right, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to get permission. I think there's only one NHL team. I was gonna, that has, that's what I was gonna say next because yeah, I did a lot of research in this too. From from like their tribe, and they're like, yeah, bro, it's fucking cool, do it. It's the Chicago Blackhawks, um, and yeah. they they donate a lot every year. They donate millions of dollars to the to the reservation, to uh, Native American awareness, to their their like uh, education. Uh, what are they called? Scholarship funds mm-hmm. for the kids on like their their reservation in their tribes. They have a like a Native American museum that's in partnership with like the hockey team, and they give so much back. And because people give the Blackhawks shit too, and they're like, "How about you shut up and do your research for yeah, a moment?" They're, mm-hmm. they're only yeah. team that is allowed. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "We do this in the most respectful way out of anyone." But when I'm talking about Cleveland Indians. That character yeah, caricature rough. is crazy. That yeah, one's rough. rough. Yeah. And then not only there's the MLB team, or is, is, is that the, the Cleveland Indians? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have the whole tomahawk chop shit. No, they have bro. That's fucked up. <laughs> they go, like, I mean, have you seen the mascot, like the actual character for their team? Yeah, I have. Because in this class, bro, we did literally like <laughs> a whole like section on this. Yeah, show. he does. <laughs> <that> ass. <laughs> bro, so I don't want to get canceled. But yeah, bro. Yeah, that's just fucked, bro. I don't know. Did did like did the former like you know like Washington team red like the Redskins did they give anything back? Like, I mean, considering like how hard it was and how like much they pushed back, bro. I doubt they did bullshit. I don't you know what I mean. I mean, I'm I ha- think they don't like they donate some money every year, but it's like one of those things where it's like okay, every time they got shit for, they're like okay, here's a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, we, exactly. We're it was like petty shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I I can't really speak because I didn't really look into it, but I think. From what I've heard and what I've seen, when it, these situations have come up in the past before they changed the name, it's just been like, okay, here's some money. Shut up. We're keeping the name. Until it got too much. Because this yeah. dude, the past year, cancel culture became such yeah. a huge staple in America. Yeah, man. We, we had a whole episode on We did, yeah. And it was crazy. Because I was telling, like I said in the podcast before, like, cancel culture, like, I feel like it's really stretched out, bro. There's I mean, certain yeah, things I, that are, like, just... I like you said, it's not valid or what what is and what's not. So it's like a really fine line with everything with that kind of stuff. Like it was like one of the, one of those cartoons that were canceled. Oh, Paw Patrol. Yeah, I thought that was Paw crazy. Was, I thought that was, was crazy. Um, <laughs> they, they really said a cab to that point. <laughs> 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 let, let me just look this up. <laughs> canceled. So I, I thought that was wild. See, like, I saw, like, I understood, like, the whole thing when it came to, like, the foods and stuff. Like, you know, like, uh, 
Aunt Jemima and like Uncle Ben's and stuff like that. And like I like I I did like I did research on it and like I understood where that like people were questioning it. But once again, like coming from your side, do you think that's a like kind of a, like a stretch and stuff like that? But Uncle Ben's rice slaps. I never thought about. I it. mean, of course, and like Land Lakes. Okay, like Land Lakes is kind it's of another thing. Yeah, <laughs> that is everything. Everything you look at, bro, it has like a. Uh, um, a bad meaning to Yo, it. Yo, it's, it's not for nothing, but the Land Lakes one, bro, was like the laziest shit ever, bro. Yeah, like, they literally yeah. just took her off, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, they literally just, just, just fucking just they kept, kept the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, fuck. But anyway, before we kind of talking a little bit about money, I want to move into the next little topic here. Stimmy checks, bro. We about to be rich. Well, technically by the time this podcast already comes out, we'll already be rich, hopefully. But um, Stimmy checks coming this weekend, bro. How you, uh, what you guys feel about have you gotten Stimmy checks? Um, yeah, I have. Okay. Um, uh, no clue. Well, I think I think what I want to do with this one is like I want to invest it. Hell yeah! Or my cars are acting up, so I think I might have to put that money into my car. But depending on what's going on with my car, but I think I might want to invest it or buy something nice. I don't know. I haven't Let's thought about all it three. yet. Well, bro, honestly, <laughs> I might I might just fucking I've been watching. Um, I want to save that for another podcast, but fuck, I'll mention here a little bit. I don't know if you ever watched um, the Nelk Boys or Man, dudes uh, are funny, uh, bro. They're fucking on like, TikTok. Uh, they have a whole YouTube, but they, I mean they're on TikTok. I mean, I, I pull it up on my phone. And my sh- my phone's fucking taking care of that shit right now. Basically, they're just like a group of like YouTubers. Like they have a YouTube house, right, and shit. Like, and they're they're from they live in Cali and shit. But like they just have a bunch of money. And this one dude, um, he is a, like an extreme gambler. And he like wins a whole bunch of money. Like he spends like fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. He's friends with Dana White. He got invited to the Fight Island and shit. He took videos. It's so conflicting because they just do really dope shit, but they're also just like I don't believe in Corona. And then they were like really hardcore Donald Trump supporters. And it was like, but bro, I'm not gonna lie, bro. They're fucking entertaining. They're fucking entertaining, bro. Like they hit every part of my stupid fucking brain. Like every part of my brain that just wants to be a dude, they hit. Bro. Did they buy like recently? Did they buy like five cars and make like a rally track in their backyard? Was that them? I saw a video like that on TikTok. I, I they bought like three, five cars for like two thousand dollars each. Maybe, and they maybe made like a rally track in their backyard. Maybe it was separate on TikTok, but usually that shit's on YouTube. On, on their YouTube right. alone, I didn't see anything okay. like that. Um, but fuck, where was I going with this? Um, what do you want to use your money on? Oh, yeah. So I think, honestly, I might just do what they do and just fucking just put it all in on a bet and see if I could just, like, triple my money, bro. Like, because that just seems lit, bro. I mean, that's a that's a risk. Gambling. <laughs> that's a risk. I'm a gambling man. I mean, hey, I haven't won any money in poker yet. Yo. <laughs> don't even talk about poker. Chill. I suck at poker. Chill, bro. I actually took a break from poker. I stopped playing with them. I saw we we, 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 uh, we had this group that we were playing poker with and shit. And, um... Yeah, I just, um, I told them, I was like, yo, until I graduate, I don't want to hear anything about poker. I feel bad, you know, I, fu- I fuck, I fuck with, play- I like the whole shit, but sometimes it's just weird, it's dirty, and it's bro, just, Bro, you're ugh. dirty, you got, you got so bro. good at it out of nowhere. Yeah, bro, I, I did get pretty good at it out of nowhere, but, but then the, I, I got bad too, I got put in my place, like, you, you get, you have ups and downs, yeah. for real. Like, there's really ups and downs. You got to put it your place gambling. in Atlantic yeah. City. Yeah, oh, I, really, bro, we went to Atlantic City, bro. I got fucking, bro, I lost 300 in less than an hour. Wow. Can you believe I've never been AC? That's crazy. What? AC is a dirty-ass town. I don't really want to go Yo, there. Yo, AC is disgusting, but the casinos are lit. <laughs> bro, I'm taking you there, bro. We're Yo, going absolutely. to Strippy. We're going to have a good-ass time. I'm afraid I'm going to get Hep C from, like, touching bro, that carpet. Bro, no, 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 no. You're going to get Hep D, bro. And E. And F. 
But you might come up. <laughs> yeah, you might come yeah. up too, bro. Yo, I went down to AC when we went down to AC. Oh fuck, bro! I'm gonna say this on the podcast, but fuck it. What? We went down to AC. Wait, wait, wait. What are you uh, saying? No, bro. We in there. We in there. So I fell in love with the stripper down there. Oh right? yeah. I fell in love. If you're watching this, bro, please hit my line, <laughs> please. Um, okay, so basically we went down there, and it was one of those crazy shits where this was on my birthday, right? Uh, oh, no, no, that was the second time nah, nah, because nah, you weren't nah. 21 yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went down there. We got a room at the resorts uh, casino. Dope-ass casino, dope-ass place. Uh, we are gambling a little bit, playing blackjack. Um, we did a little bit of slots, I think. And we, we do these blackjack and slots we did, right? Um, and so we went. Then, we, like, uh, we were like, yo, we got to hit up the strip club. Shout out to the strip club. It's called Stilettos. Stilettos, Stilettos in Atlantic City, bro. Lit-ass place. I believe it's BYOB as well. I went in there, bro. I was having like an, I was having a good time, you know what I mean, doing what I do, and uh, I saw this girl, and I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for, for, you know, a little, a little, little dance. dance, and it was mad funny, bro. She was like, she was like thirty dollars for like a regular Three minutes, dance, bro. and not, well, not even just time. She was like thirty thirty dollars for like a regular dance, and then forty dollars whatever you want, and I was just like, I'm gonna do the forty, like what the fuck <laughs> am I do forty for? So I do the forty, bro. Lit. <laughs> it was what she, lit. What she do to you? It was lit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't know. The Daniels. Uh, the Daniels. Uh, don't look at me. Yo, you know, you know, she took me to the private room. She did a thing, thing, and thing, and you know, uh, it was lit. And then um, we got we got lit too. So then uh, we actually went back to the casino. I was out of money. Won all the money that I spent back. And then spent it back at the strip club, bro. Because <laughs> it was lit, bro. It was lit. It was just a good time. Literally came out even. It was a great night. Two nights came out even. The only person who felt bad was Jack. My my cousin, Jax, he's, he's funny as hell and he loves to gamble. He'll go out there and come up big. We all come up big in the beginning. And that's when we know to quit. But he'll say, fuck it. All in. Loses it all. So basically, you. once we get our stimulus checks to coming down to AC, we're gonna have a good time. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm about it. And don't, you just buy, don't touch anything. Yo. Just touch the and, money. And when you win, and when you I just buy that. a new fucking car, boom. That's strong. <laughs> and before we move on to the next topic, I just want to throw out some of the names that they've been giving some of the stimulus checks. Actually, Florin's been giving uh, oh, been giving the, some of this. The Biden bills. Biden bills. <laughs> All right, Joey. Joey Cash. <laughs> and this is the one I just wrote down. Stripping money from Daddy Joe. <laughs> it's Stripping over, money. baby. It's over. So yeah, bro. That's um that's basically the stimulus checks. So let's move on a little bit to um Stimus, coronavirus Stimus, Stimus, update. How you been doing doing Corona, man? Fuck. Like I last time I saw you was your birthday. Happy birthday, bro. But um Yes, happy birthday. But uh, you know what you've been doing with Corona and everything? Um It's been crazy. Um like primarily as a sound engineer and as like a freelance audio engineer. It's hard. It's been rough yeah. because it's like a lot of my a lot of my day-to-day work was a lot of live sound, a lot of... I was doing a lot of corporate stuff in 2019, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was traveling a lot, and I'm not getting those types of jobs anymore because no one's doing that type of work. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's doing big corporate meetings or concerts or festivals and shit like that. So it's like, mm, you don't really need me. I've been able to do a lot of mixing and mastering work and stuff I can do from home, but... Or from the studio and, like, small-scale stuff, but mm-hmm. I haven't been able to do anything big. So... That kind of stinks, but I started bartending again, mm. and that's actually been 
super, super crazy. Like, this week has been, like, the first, like, crazy week because the weather's been so nice. Hell yeah, bro. Um, and that's been good. That's been, that's been making me some money. That's been getting me out of the house. You know, I started in June of last year again. Uh, like, first day the bar opened back up. I went in, and they're like, yo, we need your help. And I was like, bet. Anything to get me out the house, man. And it's been nice to be able to, like, go to, like, get out the house, go to work, come home, mix, edit, do whatever I need to, do my work from home. But also, I have a reason to be out the house. I have a reason to, like, do something with my time. Yeah, bro, it's a big thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm just, these days, I'm just trying to do as much as I can to be safe, but also stay out the house, have a good time, and do what I, like, mentally need to do for myself. I'm a very social, very free-spirited person, so I need to be able to wander and kind of do whatever I want. But I'm bro. also respectful, so it's like I, I do it, I do it safely. But bro, I definitely understand, and honestly, you like you got, to, you got to live life. Bro, right. we, we could get into that safety thing too, because mm. I know it's like a lot of people <clears throat> feel differently about it. Like you know, I, I got this one homie who like won't take off his mask wherever he goes. You know what I mean? And it's cool and shit like that. But at the same time, like, I guess I also kind of lived it. Did you get did you get the vid yet? Or did you ever get the vid? Like, no, I had covid yesterday. No, I'm playing. Um, I had covid uh, November. Didn't end of November. Yeah, he didn't even face. He was just like, fuck you. Now, I had covid <laughs> the end of November. That shit sucked. Had it for like two weeks. Um, I got it, I think, from my sister. Because uh, she was out because she was doing, she was one of like the restaurant. She was like expecting, inspecting restaurants or she was doing some shit where she was out like that. Um, and, and then she caught it, she brought it into the house, whatever. Um, but nowadays, man, like as soon as I get this vaccine, bro, I'm popping off again, bro. Like it's it's re- it's regular day to day for me after the vaccine, man. I'm looking doorknobs, knocking up a stripper. Oh, right. shit. <laughs> Yo, Atlantic City, bro. Yeah. Atlantic City. You can do all we that in Atlantic City. Picking up random needles off the street. Like we're digging all of it. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I got my first dose of the vaccination last week. Awesome. So I'm waiting for the 30th. I'll get the second dose. Did so. you start speaking Russian yet? I could already speak Russian. <laughs> he's actually Russian, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's, he's Peruvian and Russian, bro. Yeah, so that's a weird cool. mix. He's good. He's good. I don't know about me, bro. I might I might come out weird. I mean, if, can you imagine me coming out more fucked up than I already am? What if like, you come out like really, really normal? Oh, like he's like over, boring bro. as fuck. Damn. I mean, then <laughs> it's really over, bro. I don't even know what the fuck I'll do. Turns into normal SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Hi, how are you? I mean, I can't even imagine myself like that. Or maybe I just talk in Spanish. Adios, mio. <laughs> Porque cuando como yo no sé cuando yo hablo en español como muchas I'll translate veces, for you. Yo yo suena como un gringo. He likes boys. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss me. All the, all the white people on the podcast are like, "Qué? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Intriguing. Gracias. We had this one fan from France. I don't even think they speak English, so this is all gibberish to them. Shout out to you though. <laughs> oh shit, our boy from France, bro. I don't even know if he, he watches. Still listens. Does checked. he still he listen? Still Damn, good for him, bro. Yeah. Shout out to our boy from France, yeah, because he's he's late. He's an OG, actually. Yeah, from first episode. From the first episode, he's been listening every respect. Unless it's just some asshole using a VPN. That's okay. Yeah, still that's respect okay. you. We still, still respect to our yeah. friends, boy. Do you think you're gonna get the vaccination? Yeah, I don't care. My body's already a chemical cocktail. Might as well put it in, and if it helps me and it helps keep other people safe, sure. Yeah, yeah, man, because I know, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking to this one guy because um, I think no matter what is ever said, like even with common sense, like I always question everything no matter what. You know what I mean? 
So I'm going to get the vaccine regardless because I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to get back to fucking normal, bro. I want to travel. I'm ready to get back to normal. But this one guy was saying, um, I honestly, uh, like, I hate that I, I don't remember names. I'm so bad I remember names. But there's this, there's this, um, this medication for people who are, like, sexually active. And it's supposed to lessen. Viagra. Your, not Viagra. Um, it's, it's supposed to, like, lessen your chances of getting, like, sexually transmitted diseases. I forget what it's called, yo. I no, <laughs> it's a medication. A, a condom. Uh, um, <laughs> Never heard of her. You don't, yeah, even, don't, you don't even use them, bro. Uh, so this, uh, like the Chinese vaccine apparently cancels out you being able to take that medication. And the person, and it's so weird, bro. Everybody knows fucking everybody. And I hate this shit, man. Because it makes it more believable when I hear it like as hearsay. So like, they he has the person who told me has a legit connection to the CEC, um, and that girl runs like the the people who check the vaccines and which ones to accept into the United States. And they said specifically they won't accept that version of the Chinese vaccine because of that. And also, it even makes it more believable to me because there was just news out today that China. Uh, they accidentally gave a faulty vaccine to like a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> a whole bunch of kids, bro. Damn. Like literally. And like the like the responses from the parents are like fucking crazy. Like the parents are just like, well, I'm going to believe in my government until uh, they tell me otherwise. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. So I just went for it. I said, fuck it. If I'm going to go f- to the vaccine, then fuck it. Wh- which one did you get? The Moderna or the Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. Do you Do you have a preference? I don't care. I I heard like the Pfizer Moderna are both. I heard the Moderna is a little bit better. Like it has a, I think a hundred or ninety something percent uh, effective rate, and then uh, Pfizer's like low nineties, high eighties. Yeah, I heard like eighty-seven. Johnson and Johnson, which is only the one shot, um, it's a sixty percent or sixty-six something like that. But it has a hundred percent non-hospitalization. So like you'll you'll still could get the virus, but you won't end up in the hospital. So why take that risk? Just get the Pfizer or whatever. Word. I mean, I honestly take whatever they give me, but yeah, my big thing is I just I don't want to. I don't care if I get sick. I just don't want to not be able to work. Oh, bro, the the day after I got the shot, my whole bot like this whole right side was sore as shit. I felt like shit. That's what all my friends said that they like. You get really sore. Mm-hmm. But one of the good notes I read about, I got an email from like the state. Yeah, they're like, yo, if. The, like your achy, chill, fever, whatever. Um, after you get the shot, doesn't mean like you're not infected because the vi- the um, the Pfizer Moderna shot don't contain the virus, so you're not actually infected. You're just you're just feeling the side effects. Of, yeah, yeah. You're just feeling the symptoms. You're not actually sick or infected. Right, so right. like you're not contagious. You're just sick. I feel I mean, like you could also sick. maybe be like a placebo too. I feel like people like are going into it. Like like I'm not saying like like they're not like legit mm-hmm. symptoms or anything. But like I was I was even telling Flo before this. I was like, yo, honestly when I get the vaccine, I'm gonna just believe that I'm not gonna get sick at all and I just won't get sick. That sounds that sounds so stupid. Bro. He got the virus and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, no, I I kinda get that. Like no, me, sick is kind of a matter, mentality bro. too. Mind you over know? fucking matter. Anyway, speaking about mind over matter, bro, let's get into you, bro. I want to hear more about you. Like, I know, yo, all right. If y'all don't know, if y'all don't fucking know, Nathaniel is my fucking boy. 
met him at the in the building that we're in. Oh, I probably shouldn't say where the fuck we are, but anyway, met him at Willie P. <laughs> oh, oh, you're saying it. <laughs> met him at Willie P. He is my brother, not in blood, but through fraternity, right? Bro, tell me what you're up to nowadays. I know you're talking about sound engineering and all that stuff. Fuck Corona. Let's talk pre-Corona. Let's talk about what you were doing, what you're up to. I know you work at a dope-ass studio that I got to intern at. Tell me what's up, bro. Oh, man. I don't know. Yo, 2019 was a... 2019 was a movie. It was awesome. It It was great. I was traveling a lot. I was... I was freelancing. That's funny. Like one of my biggest contracts last year was I was doing corporate AV for Johnson and Johnson. And I literally got to do their corporate meetings on them developing the vaccine. That's fucking lit. lit. (laughs) (laughs) And like, this is literally like, you should have sold the formula. October, Mm -hmm. October, 2019. They were like, Oh, we're thinking about making a vaccine. That's why I was so surprised when it like took so long for them to come out. I'm like, bro, y'all were, y'all were working on this. You should have snitched October on October 29th. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what? <laughs> um, yeah, and I I was really big on trying to, like, live my life to the fullest, work hard, play hard. Like, I'm a workaholic. I like to keep myself busy. So I was trying to make, like, trying to travel, like, once a month. I was in a different state, different city every month and just, you know, go hard three weeks out of the, out of the month and then just take a week off, relax, recoup, and, like, Taking life, you know. Um, yeah, because I mean, like, you're literally in because you're taking a path that's a little bit different than mm-hmm. my path now. Because my path has been like fucking <laughs> like literally forwards, backwards, like fucking left, right. Like, I've been all over the place. Because before, like, you know, I was releasing music at first, and I still want to release music, it's just changed like the way how everything's developed. Um, and it's funny because I'm just like, fuck. Like, Nathaniel, I'm 23, right? You're 25, 25, mm-hmm. right? Just so you're two years away. From, well, I'm two years away from, like, where you are at right now, right? Not necessarily, like, you know, same journey and shit like that. But I'm just like, fuck, what am I going to be doing when I'm 25? And I'm still a sound engineer. And, like, will I still need my side hustle? Will I still need to do, like, everything I'm currently doing? Um, and I think it's just it's just crazy to think about. Fuck, sorry. Uh, but so... Right now with the coronavirus and everything. So before you, were, you said you were working for Johnson & Johnson, mm-hmm. AV, so that's not going on anymore? or No. All right. And they, they stopped that because of corona or it was just like just yeah. the length of the contract and everything? Yeah. Um, how's stuff working out at Architect? It's going well. It's going well. It's nice to be able to like have a studio where it's a very small team and we have like our say means something and we can really make the company in the studio what we want it to be um it's very conductive of our work environment like we've completely revamped the studio yo i think it looks dope i saw the instagram pictures and we and just I got the new hue lights the hue oh lights, my god bro. yo i saw y'all flexing the fuck out of that bro i, I appreciate it and you know it's yeah. funny i just talked to shane the other day shane's the head engineer right mm-hmm. you would call it head engineer right yeah. shout out to him we're actually gonna have him on a podcast at some point <laughs> like i don't know probably me you matt fucking flow we could all just chill and whatever mm-hmm. But um, I think it's all super dope. Like, I fuck with everything you guys are, like, doing right now and, like, the studio. I even, uh, I, I, um, I interned there, you know, when, mm-hmm. like, when, 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 fuck, that was going to be, like, three years ago, bro. Yeah. I don't even know. Two, three years ago? Pro- probably one of my best interns. Bro. Are up? you just saying that? No, I'm not. <laughs> Between him and my other intern, Mike, they were the only ones that were competent. 
knew what they were doing. Like we can trust them. I built them a mic proactive. Oh, I remember you doing yeah, that. I, I remember spray painting outside. Yeah. Beautiful mic rack he built. That's lit. I signed my name on the Damn. on the wall behind it. Um because I know, like Shane, I'm sorry. He'll probably get mad, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. That's I beautiful. Think, I think I did sign my name behind it because I remember I was just like, because I was like, you know, screwing it in and everything. And I had like my stud detector and everything. And I was just like, bro, I got to leave my mark here. I was like, even if even Good. if they don't know, like, you know, because like, I wasn't going to write my name on the mic mm-hmm. thing, right? Like I was going to sign it like a piece of artwork. <laughs> right? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just be a delinquent and write my fucking name here. So, yeah, bro. Shout out, shout out Shane, bro. I love that man, bro. He's great, man. <laughs> And you know what's funny? He, when he interviewed me for Architect, I'll never forget it. Or you know what? I'll save that for when he's here. Sorry. I always fucking. He does that a lot. I play. I play around. No, because it'll be a good story to say yeah. when he's actually here. Because um, it was not funny. Like, even just the, just a beginning thing to it. When I went there, I went there full shirt, tie, dress, pants. I'm looking at the other people who are going up after me, right? Because he like. I did too. And, and it was just like. <laughs> t-shirts shorts mm-hmm. and shit and i was just like there i was like oh fuck and he's like <laughs> next and i walk in i'm like oh fuck i was like what's up man he's like i like your outfit and i was like fuck <laughs> i was like i don't know if i'm supposed to like my outfit or not but yeah man shout out him bro so uh what other you've been working on any uh music or anything lately you know i've been i think one of my weakest suits as an engineer is songwriting and like production from like a beat making sense. Like when I produce, I'm the type of producer where I make your song better. Like Quincy Jones or like Rick Rubin. It's like, okay, you have this idea. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to tell you that shit. That's good. Add this, take that away. Uh, rearrange that, move that part to this, cut that part, flip the fucking structure of the song. That's the type of producer I am. I'm not like, okay, let's bust open contact and like make a fucking beat. I can't do that. Drums scare me. I can't do that. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Yeah. So, I think it, it, there's some people who are just very much um, just fucking good at that. Like, I have this one boy. You put him in front of any laptop and just be like, and then boom, like gold. To hit. Gold. I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's fucking. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It, it gets fucking rough sometimes, too. I mean, like, I can't do it either. Like, if someone tells me to make a beat, if you give me a day or two, like, and I like, I'm very slow at the process. I'm trying to get better at it. Um, do you have like a favorite dog? Pro Tools. Pro Tools? And that's everything. A, over everything. Uh, Pro Tools over everything. Just because I'm not that type of creative producer. Like I'm an I'm an engineer. So when it comes to like me making a song, like I want to be able to like fly in my samples to the grid and go like snare, 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 kick, kick, kick. Instead of like playing the shit out or with MIDI or like yo, let let, it, let me literally like manipulate the audio files like I normally would. And just put piece the song together that way. And I can get so much done because I can work so fast in the doll that way. And it's like, okay, cool. This is my rhythm. I can like copy paste. Okay, cool. I just mapped out this whole song and just like threw all the snare, like all the hits and stuff together. <laughs> That's my boy. Thank you. It's my primo. It's my primo. <laughs> Yeah, so, you're related to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, sorry for interrupting you there. You just no, saying. you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, um, uh, why are we talking about that? We were talking about DAWs. You're talking about Pro Tools. How you just like putting everything in? Yeah, like it's easy like that. Yeah, because I'm not the type of person where I, 
that Ableton structure Ableton, is productive for The me. thing is, I want to get into Ableton because I see how so many other producers use it, engineers use it, and even mixing inside of Ableton too. Like, I hear some dope-ass shit. And honestly, at this point, like, whenever anybody tells me they're like, yo, um, like, you can't mix in Ableton or you can't mix in Logic. Like, bro, all of Billie Eilish's shit is off of Logic. It's literally all off of Logic. The guy, um, what's her brother's name? Phineas. Phineas mixes all of that shit in Logic, and then he ends up sending it to a mixing engineer, yes, and then it gets mastered or whatever, bro. But all that shit started from Logic. All the vocals are tracked over Logic. I fuck with Logic actually deep, and they're actually making that shit a lot better. Logic Um, works well. Both of those dolls, especially Ableton, are made for, designed for non-technical creatives. And for non-musicians becoming musicians to learn and produce. Like, it's it's made for a different mindset and a different way of working than someone technical like me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a creative person. I'm not that type of creative mind. So, if, you, like, you set me in front of this creative tool, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to know what to do with it. But if you put something very structured, very sterile and technical in front of me, like Pro Tools, something that's, like super fucking intricate but i know it like the back of my hand i can make it do whatever i want so i can i can play that shit like a piano because even though it's super intricate i can make it do what someone that isn't that tech like musically creative but you give them something very intuitive like ableton that they press a few buttons and they can make a beat they can make a melody and fly some songs and samples and super easily just as well as that. So I think it, I think that really comes back to like different strokes for different folks and like different tools for different mindsets, you know, and that kind of separates what we do. Mm. Side question. Flo, what do you do? Well, right now I'm a drafter, so a civil engineer. Okay. Um, but I'm actually going into uh, law enforcement starting June. ACAP. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And... It's really interesting to think about, like, what I do, like, what you do, and the different mentality it takes to do that type of job and how other people perceive that, too. Well, I'll also ask you, so we talked a little bit before about talking about entrepreneurship. I know you have your side Instagram, Thracian Productions, right? So when you, what's your goal with that, you know? Yo, honestly, that's kind of one of the good things about, like, next month and me taking some time off starting tomorrow i'm really gonna figure out like what i want to do with 2021 like it's starting to look up so i'm like okay i really want to figure out like what i want to do with my life what i want to do like personally like personally business wise and like entrepreneurial wise and what direction i really want to take myself and kind of solidify that but that's also kind of the magic of being an entrepreneur like i can do whatever i want i can have multiple revenue streams i can do many things so in your so but obviously when you're an entrepreneur you're working towards a certain goal right so you starting this entrepreneur like you know you being an entrepreneur what is the goal like where do you see yourself like doing like now because now you're 25 right yeah halfway through your 20s that's fucking scary to say (laughs) fucking scary to say we turned 24 this year i think that's insane yeah i like i don't even want to fucking get older bro i feel old as fuck already but at the same time i'm I'm look i'm looking at all these other influencers all these other entrepreneurs like i'm a fucking baby compared to all of them 
So for you, what is your goal? Like, where do you, where do you want to be in three years, two years, one year? That's funny. Twenty four was like very existential. Like, fuck, I need to figure out what I want to do in my life. And then twenty five was like, yo, like I'm making progress, and I'm making progress. I have a good head on my shoulders, and it's I've only been going up. But why am I stressing that? I have my whole life ahead of me. I don't know how long my life's going to be, but I have my whole life ahead of me to do whatever I want. And my my goal as a person working in the workforce, I just want to do something that makes me happy and be able to support myself. So that's why that's why I still bartend. That's why I take almost every audio gig I t- can. Honestly, tell you the truth, I hate doing live sound. I hate working concerts. I don't like it. It, pay, it pays very well. The corporate shit pays very well. Like corporate AV stuff, concerts, festivals, that type of stuff pays well. Because that's where the budget is when it comes to audio. Opposed to like a guy like, I want to record an album, but I have a hundred bucks. Yeah, make it work. <laughs> and yeah, Yo, like make it work. And I'm like. Story of my fucking life, bro. And it's like, dude, I won't talk on the phone for a hundred bucks for you, dude. I don't care. Um, so. Um, I really just do the things that make me happy. And from like an entrepreneur standpoint and with Thracian, it's like, okay, what type of audio work do I want to do? What do I want to kind of brand myself and what do I want to be my niche? Um, I've been really big into mastering recently. I've been getting a lot of mastering gigs. I've been getting really good at it. I've been doing a lot of research. and really Can you like, explain mastering for people who don't understand what mastering is? Okay, so, um, you know, like you're song gets recorded and then it gets mixed then there's a final process called mastering which is pretty much making kind of normalizing the audio so one making sure all the sound songs on the album are like the same level um and back in the day mastering was really became a thing to print that audio to vinyl without messing up the vinyl because see if the vinyl's too loud when it prints it's going to make the needle jump or it's going to make the needle um, interleave between the ridges. So the audio has to be within a certain loudness or a certain frequency uh, range so it doesn't mess up the vinyl, so the vinyl can print right because that's all based on the vibrations of, like, the audio. So that's kind of how mastering came to be. Um, It's really about, like, normalizing volume, you know, making it sound good, polishing it up. So it's very nuanced and it's very subtle, and it sounds simple because especially these days, okay, cool, you have a good mastering engine. You have a good mixing engineer mix this album. Then what's the mastering engineer supposed to do? Make it even better than it already is? Not really, but he still has to do something to it. He has to make it louder. He has to make it one. They also do. I also do like the the metadata for like the CD. So I would like write the name, like the name and the track info and stuff like that. And, process that so when it gets sent out to the cd distributors and for cd pressing or vinyl pressing cassette press pressing when they plug it into their their car or their boombox or their computer it comes up and the right information comes up and it doesn't it says uh this is britney spears toxic not in sync's it's pop or whatever i can't think of any songs <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right and, and it's just like right you know <laughs> So it's been very nuanced and I've been getting into like buying a lot of mastering specific software and 
it's cool because I get to trust my ear and I get to really pay attention to very small details that no one else. I don't know. I, I mean, like, mastering takes a, like I, I get what you're trying to say because mastering takes a certain ear to to actually do. Like I feel like nowadays mixing and mastering generally in the sense of like indie artists at home people in their studios like i hear people throw it around all the time they're like oh i just mixed my song and i was like okay to me i think everybody can mix can everybody mix well no i don't think so but i think everybody could develop the capabilities to mix even um i don't know if you've seen t-pain series have you been watching t-pain bro t-pain has this dope ass like he live streams on on twitch all the time and he'll just like live stream him making his beats and he literally says in, in all of the videos he's like i'm really into mixing now he's like i want to make my own music sound good i want to do it and he changed, and you hear his music you see what it does i'm like yeah bro you're going in the right direction that every engineer goes to when they start mixing now when it comes to mastering mastering like you said the fucking fine polish whenever i think about it i always think about like you know like mixing is a lot of the wood cutting you know what i mean you're shaping the wood you're cutting everything but then mastering it's the polish bro the fucking polish is making sure all those grooves are actually nice they're curvy you know what i mean you don't want to be rough around the edges literally mixing mixing is rough around the edges mastering is making fucking nice um and it takes a certain year to do that and there's only i think the top the top mastering engineers in the world they've done fucking everything 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 bro they've been on everything one of the one i did a report on when i was in school was bob ludwig okay bob ludwig's fucking like he's insane bro he, and he's so good that his business is based out of Maine. And, like, people go to Maine where it's, like, there's jack shit over there just to get their shit mastered by him. Because he's that good. His ear is just different. They hear stuff that regular people don't fucking hear. So it's fucking dope. So, real quick, I wanted to get into also something I feel like the three of us could relate to. All right? Females. <laughs> okay. So we were talking a little about, so we talked about careers. We talked about um, entrepreneurship and now we're a little bit, I'm kind of getting to that age too, where it's like, I'm going to, I'm about to finish college. I'm in my super senior year, right? I'm about to finish. Now it's almost like if I go to a girl and I see that she's not doing shit, that shit fucks me up. Like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily be with someone who's not at least trying to get on their game you know what i mean like what, what was your take on that flow um well i think the whole thing about growing as a person and especially in our age we're getting older you want to find someone that you can you don't have to kind of carry as baggage you want someone that's like riding with you who supports what you're doing you support what they're doing and especially like what like you know you're an entrepreneur and stuff like that you're taking on different projects and different ideas you don't want someone that's going to be like oh why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? It's more of just like, oh, I support that. Do this, do that. And just kind of like, you want to have that free mindset to be able to do what you want, but have the support from someone that, you know, cares about you and vice versa. What about, what about you? What's your take on it? Honestly, exactly the same. Um, I used to talk to a girl. I was like, how come you don't know like what you want to do with your life? Or it's like, I want to work in audio. I want to, like, I'm a freelance audio engineer. Like there, that's a huge umbrella and maybe I'm still trying to figure out like what my niche is and what I like to do the most, but there's nothing wrong with having multiple hustles. Like a lot of people are very stuck in the like nine to five corporate mindset where they're like, I need a job. I need a steady job. I need to do one thing. And 
make my money and that's it. Like that's all that matters. Grow old and die. That's yeah, what they do. Grow old and die. When it's like, um, I kinda just want to do whatever I want. Like right now, like I have a direction. I have I have a job. I get jobs. I get work. I put food on my plate, keep a roof over my head, and I'm loving it. I think that's all that fucking like, matters. That's all that matters. Of course. As long as you're happy, because honestly, at the end of the day, money is not everything. And I feel like that has been a huge reoccurring theme in my life the past year. You know, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But I will say, you're right. Money isn't everything, but money does solve 99% of my problems. Well, you know what? Normal. You are yeah. not you are money not the first person. You are not the first person I've I've heard say that. But you know what? Crazy enough, um, I had this tattoo artist, uh, and he actually did um, my mother's tattoo on my wrist, and he was actually it was funny. I haven't gotten a tattoo from him in like years, right? Um, and it's funny because um shout out to him because he's he's a dope ass dude and, and even talking to him the last time bro he's just grown and like he's just so much more like lively like he, there's just certain chains of energy with him but the first time i remember i was talking to him he was kind of in a in i don't, I don't want to say like a rough place but yeah he was i think he was going through like a little rut in his life right and when we were talking i was very like very like being me you know what mm-hmm. i mean and he's giving me my tattoo and i'm talking to him you know i fucking like to talk and shit and he was like yeah he was like you know like I was telling him, I was like, yeah, money isn't everything, bro. And he was like, yeah, but money would solve like 99, literally the same thing you said. He's like 99% of my problems. He was like very gung-ho on it. And even though I do, I do agree with that as well. Um, there was this girl I used to talk to who used to tell me she was like, when you need money, the money is there. And that shit would fucking confuse the fuck out of me. Cause I was like, if if the if you need money, it's just there. Like, what, what the fuck does that mean? Like what like there's poor people out there you know what i mean there's people who can't get money like that, that that doesn't really mean like the i think what she was trying to say is that if your passion is there if your direction is there if you're doing all the right things it will eventually come up and you will eventually come up as well and then once you establish yourself in a good place where you're able to do the stuff that you love and also just be alive like then you're literally there like nothing could stop you like i was even talking to my dad the other day and he was talking to me about the same shit. I'm I'm sort of in a similar place where I'm freelancing now, I guess. Not necessarily even jobs, bro. I have the podcast. I want to do my music shit on the side. And then my side hustle is I'm getting my real estate license to support my dreams and shit, you know? Because um, I think it's I think it's just I, I do need that money there to be like, you know, help me support. But also I just want to do whatever the fuck I want. Maybe this podcast pops off. Maybe it doesn't. I still fucking enjoy doing it. I love coming here every Friday, having people like you come through, having Flo here, us chilling and talking. Um, and if I go a little bit broke over this, then fuck it. Then I just give up something. You know what I mean? Maybe instead of fucking driving my car, I start taking the bus because it's fucking cheaper. Who the fuck knows? You know, but that's kind of my idea like behind that um, and how that works as well. Um, but I don't know. How long do you see yourself working? Because do you see yourself working like, continue doing this bar job as like a side until like you know like fuck it um so in remember i told you i stopped mm-hmm. uh i guess last october so like right when i was october 2019 i quit i quit the bar and then i guess like covid hit like march 2020 like this time last year uh so i left the bar 
because I was so busy freelancing and making enough money where I didn't need that other job to support me anymore. So it was awesome. It was like, cool. Like I'm literally making enough money to support like month to month to support myself without having a, a side hustle or without this other side hustle. So, and it was awesome. And it was really nice to like be in that position. Like obviously COVID's changed that momentum, but that, but that necessarily, that doesn't change anything about like where I'm at work-wise or where I'm at like personally it just cut the volume of work like overall across the whole world you know um so I can't take that personally and I immediately realized oh I can't take that shit personally especially like everyone else that that got laid off or um isn't getting a lot of work because of the pandemic they need to realize that's not about them that's no fault on their end there there's nothing they can do about that because I feel so bad about, like, all these engineers and people that do, like, live sound or um, just, like, people in the entertainment industry that are, just, like, trying to, like, scramble and find something to do. Like, do, like, online lessons or, like, a YouTube channel or something to try and yeah, just, not, like, make it's, themselves it's, valid and get work. And it's like, bro, don't don't beat yourself up over that. Like, definitely, definitely do your thing and keep hustling. But don't get down about that. And I realize a lot of people especially women like outside of the entrepreneurial realm and the entertainment realm, they don't really get that. They're like, Oh, like, like, Oh, you're a man. You don't got a steady job and, or you don't have like steady income or what do you mean? Like you're at the gym at 3 PM on a Monday. And I'm like, yeah, cause I do whatever I want. I make my schedule. I, like I go, I, I go to the studio whenever I want. I pick up gigs whenever I want. You're just bitter because I have a great life. <laughs> I have a very flexible schedule and I'm having a great time doing it. And you're stuck at a desk at three o'clock and I'm not shitting at desk jobs, but the mentality that a lot of people bring oh, and a lot of like women bring with that, especially judging men. And I, I've noticed that a lot on dating apps too, where it's like, oh, so like, I feel like it's very polarizing. They're like, Okay, so what do you do? I'm like, I realize younger girls love that. Younger girls love, not even like super young, but like 22, 23. They love that. Oh, I'm a freelance audio engineer. I I do studio recording and mixing and like, blah, 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 nine-year-old. Like I said, and they're like, wow, that's so fucking awesome. You just get to do whatever you want. And I'm like, yeah. It's like I'm at the bar with a client at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday, and then we're going to work tonight, and Busta Rhymes is probably going to show up, and <laughs> like, you, like you never know what's going to happen. Or it's like I'm in the city at a corporate party and with a bunch of music executives, or I'm going to go fly down to Nashville for a convention, or I don't know. It's cool. Like it over the summer, yeah. Day. Like over the summer, one of my one of the coolest gigs I got over the summer, just because like I, I just know people. They're like, hey, this Netflix star, this Netflix star just got a just got a record deal for their um their singer singer songwriter. They just got a record deal. Can you go to their apartment and record some live stream stuff? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I had no idea who this person was, and I looked them up. I'm like, and I don't watch Netflix or TV like that, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh shit like that's awesome 
And I'm just like in the celebrity. I remember I walked up to their apartment. She's outside smoking a cigarette and like a wife beater, like tits out. Just like, so <laughs> And I'm like, this is real life. I mean, this is real life. <laughs> and it's so cool. Like I get to do things like that and just meet so many different people. And I realize a lot of younger, younger women like that. But, but older women, you, you, you feel like older yeah. women just like need more structure? It's a, it's a mindset. Yeah. Like, it's a mindset. Because sometimes they're just like, oh, I'm an audio engineer. They're like, oh. Like, okay, well, they're like, oh, well, I work for an advertising company and I do marketing contracts. And I'm like, oh, that sounds boring. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I, I could see. I could like, see weird. Okay. Like, yeah. like why, why are you shitting on me for my cool job? And you're like, oh, my job's not structured. You're like, you don't, yours isn't a big girl job. It's like, I wear a pantsuit. You're like, you're not fuck better that. than, it's <laughs> like, your pants. Yeah, it's like, you're not better than anyone else. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know what? It's weird. I could find some parallels to that in, like, even just with the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I think, so you're talking about structure and, you know, your career and everything and how, how you might get judged on that and how, you know, you find younger, you know, women find it more chill it's funny with my podcast even when i explain it to people or when i tell people oh this is what i'm trying to do like you know and it's been a major upgrade from when we started but like even a lot of the people who fuck with me um who are my age don't fuck with what i do like they won't show as much support and it's 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 almost like they have graduated college i'm in my super senior year They've graduated. They got a job. They're making money. They bought the bands. They're structured. They're working their nine to fives. It's great. Yo, shout out to the my my coworkers um, at the ice cream shop I fucking work with. That's my side hustle. Um, shout out, shout out to shout out to Breezy. She knows she knows me. Breezy, shout out to you. Yo, she no. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> no, no, that's terrible. <laughs> Yo, that's terrible. But um, too many people you know with the similar name. Yeah, I know. Past. But uh, she, bro, she gassed the fuck out of me. Like when I first told her about the podcast, man, she was like, she's like, yo, you got a podcast? Yo, that's so fucking dope. Like all this shit, bro. And bro, like at that point, she didn't even know. But even at that point, like I was still like structuring the podcast and to what it could be, like what it is now. Uh, but I was like on a low point with that shit, man. I was like, yeah, it makes, cause it makes you feel bad, man. Cause it's like, imagine flirting with with a girl, right? like in your in your case like 25 26 and you're like yo i'm a freelance audio engineer and this is what i fucking do and then just like ew like your life is like like it's just freelance like like you just get to do what you want like why don't you get your shit together and it's like my shit is together you just live your life differently i was like this shouldn't just because this is the way i live my life it shouldn't be the reason why we don't fuck with each other right and it's like for me like I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, you know, I'm doing this podcast shit. Like, is it weird? Is it kind of like new? Is it like what, whatever? Yeah. Um, but people, people are the same way. They're like, oh, I don't fuck with your shit, man. I don't fuck with shit because it's, it's different. It's weird. It's not how I would do my shit. It's not what I'm doing. And then, you know, I find like, you know, younger people, they, they're fucking, they're little about this shit, bro. Even my other coworkers, shout out to Freaky and Ricky, bro. Um, he's he's lit too. I know y'all don't know this name, bro. But yo, I give all my coworkers nicknames and Ricky, Ricky, and Breezy. Ricky, okay. and Ricky, Breezy, bro. They, Breezy, they, you gotta get a different name for Breezy, bro. Nah, it's bro. the third girl we met this year that's, named Breezy. That's, that's not my problem, bro. Breezy just keep coming up, bro. So I don't know. But yeah, man. So fuck. They woke up, Chris Breezy. So, um, one of the last things I actually wanted to get up on was also the mentality 
So let's get let's get a little bit. So I was actually talking about Fove about this before, right? Do you look for a more of a long term relationship now? You're a little bit older, or do you look for more short term shit? Do you still you still in like a fuckboy phase, hoeing? or like I right, yeah? Cause, all right, this, this is this is this is the Nathaniel I've been waiting for. I want you to wake up with this shit, bro. What what, what is what is your opinions on this shit, man? I've never been more for the streets in my entire life, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with this. I fuck with this going. I'm like. I don't know, man. I like even going into my last relationship, I was like, you know, I kind of want to just whatever comes, comes. And if it's serious or not serious, I want to roll with it and I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm open to open to something serious. I'm open to something casual. I'm open to just seeing what works and just <sighs> vibe is a stupid word, but I kind of just yeah, want to get that kind of vibe and feel it out and mm-hmm. feel out whatever happens. I'm not going to push anything. I've never been a pushy, pushy person when it comes to relationships and shit like that. I, I just want to see what happens, you know, um, especially being 25. And like, like we just talked about, like my lifestyle and my. You're going to do what I you can, want. I can do whatever yeah. I want. And so I'm not and I'm not stuck in a structure. So I don't need to. I'm not stuck in a structure. So I don't need to find something that fits my structure. Mm-hmm. I'm literally open to whatever. Like, I feel like people that are stuck in nine to five jobs, that makes the type of person that they look for very specific. Like, they have to find someone that has a similar schedule to them. Like, okay, I can't have, I can't be a school teacher and date, uh, and date a truck driver who's, or dates like a, a let's say like a warehouse worker that works nights. Because when are we going to see each other? Never. Like at three at three a.m. to five a.m. Like when we're both sleeping at the same time. When he's like just about to leave for work, and or he's just getting home from work, and I'm about to get up to go to school. Like that won't work out. So I feel like people with more structured lives try and find someone with a similar structure to theirs. Mm-hmm. But I'm open to whatever, and I kind of want to just feel it out. And and I'll I'll work my life around that, around whatever comes, whatever I see is viable, you know. Yeah, you know it's funny. I fuck with that. So let me ask you a question that's kind of connected to that. Do you feel like being in a serious relationship? Um, I don't know what the fuck the right word is for it, but you think being a serious relationship kind of slows you down in your progress of what you're trying to be? Because like in my case, like I've been through like a whole shit you've known me since like i've gone through like big breakups and like all this other bullshit on the side like literally this is like last week bro i was talking to one of my boys and i had like an epiphany and it was just like these past three years i've just been looking for a a a relationship yo like i wanted to feel the love i felt when i was like first in love i I, like (laughs) i wanted i wanted i wanted to feel i wanted to feel i wanted to feel like a real connection bro and it's like with my first relationship didn't obviously work out and then this second girl i was talking to like i kind of just felt like played out and shit so you know and then like after that i was kind of just like all right who's the next girl i'm gonna dedicate my fucking every waking moment to right literally the crazy shit that's going through my brain i'm sorry you look disappointed bro but like this is this is i know i was this is literally what's going through (laughs) the biggest sim bro I, i i'm not even gonna play you bro i was the biggest sim and literally just last week bro it just comes through my mind i'm just like bro fuck relationships 
Number one, fuck relationships. Not not even just like I'm just like just fuck long serious relationships right now, bro. I'm 23 years old. I'm 23 years old. I'm trying to do all this dope shit. And honestly, right now, a relationship to me, like even though it's like cool to be like, you know, all lovey-dovey, all that shit, you know, like celebrating the year or the month, whatever the fuck, like it's also just a fucking check, bro. How much money do you spend on like, you know, when you're in a serious relationship too, you know? I barely have my shit together. I'm working side hustles to support my dreams. How the fuck am I going to support someone else in a serious relationship? Oh, my God. Yo. I'm, I'm in a relationship, just so you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, Flo's Flo, going to have his own, like, you know, like, thing to say here, too. But I'm ripping. I'm ripping into it, bro. I don't give a fuck. It's just so crazy how, like, different your credit card statements look yeah. when you're single. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bro. I get Bruh. that. What the fuck you think about this shit, Flo? You in a relationship. Okay, so I... Y'all breaking up? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I was single uh, after a long relationship I had, and I was I was on my street shit. I was doing my thing. I was like, you know, I was just trying to vibe. I was vibing. I was feeling it out because I was like, fuck it. I I don't care. I'm just gonna see what's out there. Chilling, good ass time. Whatever. You know, you meet new people, new experiences, whatever. But then, you know, you're saying. I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. You're just bashing relationships. Yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, bro, that's literally what my epiphany came to. It was just like, fuck relationships. And that's fine. That's your, that, that. that's yeah. whatever you want. Like, everybody lives their own thing, too. too exactly. Too. I mean, just like. So, my thing, my, my thing was, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take a certain person for me to make me stop what I was doing, to make me, like, settle down and chill out again. But, so that one person comes up and then. In my my mentality is like I'm still gonna you know I'm doing my I'm doing my job you know I got side hustles all that kind of stuff. If that person you know supports what I do, that's the most important thing to me. So I'm I'm happy in a relationship. I'm I know I'm I feel very uh, appreciative for this person being in my life, and um, because she's such a big support. So it, there's nothing hindering me in my in my relationship. It's like if I want to do something. She's gonna as long as it's the right thing to do. You know, I'm not doing fucking heroin or some shit or a drug dealer, but like the things I want to do in my life and what she wants and what she knows is she supports that. So there's no there's no reason for me to hate relationships. I'm still gonna, I'm still could do what I want do what I have to do with that support. So I think if if you find the right person and like I'm not saying that's another thing you don't dedicate your life trying to find that person. If that person comes and this is exactly the situation with me. I was single, you know, I was you know whatever. It that one person showed up and just you know changed my whole life and it's, it's there's the constant support constant love from that person it's melanie everyone knows that um so yeah i mean it's just i think it takes just a certain person for you to keep moving that's my take on relationships the side hoe watching this is like who the fuck is melanie? <laughs> don't, fuck <it's> side hoes. <laughs> don't put me out like that relax yo but like like i said but, but yeah. yeah yeah go ahead go oh, ahead i was go gonna ahead. say that's what i was gonna say uh countering what you were saying mm-hmm. a good relationship shouldn't hinder you it shouldn't make you should help you grow yeah it shouldn't stop you from Mm -hmm. growing or make it stagnant or slow you down you should be able to do whatever you want um they should be able to they should support your goals you should support their goals um and you should still be able to do what you want in it see saying that out loud to me is like the beautiful thought behind it right it's the beautiful thought i just like where i am right now mentally at my at like especially just looking like i know i keep saying my age but it's just like i keep realizing i'm so fucking young bro like i have so much ahead of me and it's like i'm thinking to myself i'm like all right if i'm in a serious relationship i'm not only worrying about myself 
but I'm worrying about her. Any decision I make is going to involve her regardless. You know what I mean? Like, for example, this year, moving to, moving to, to, to Texas for a month, June. You know what I mean? To me, I'm going to plan that for me regardless. You know what I mean? Like, this might sound like I'm just going to give myself a really shitty example. For example, let's give let's give the month of I'm my hypothetical serious girlfriend. Right. Her birthday's in June. All of a sudden, there's a really good opportunity that's coming in June where if I move for the month, I get to do that shit. All of a sudden, she's pissy because, you know, like I am deciding to do this and I'm not really considering her feelings or whatever. It's like I got to do what I got to fucking do. It was like, I'm, if I'm want to do this shit, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? And then it's really asking, it's just like, is there, if there's a girl who's willing to put up with all the bullshit I put her through, trying to grow and learn as a person, then fuck it. Then, then maybe that serious relationship will work. You know what I mean? But from all the people I see who are in serious relationships and go through all the bullshit that they go through, man, they go through like the dumbest shit too. And it's just like, that's added stress, yo. And it's like, damn, I have to work out that stress. I have to fucking meditate that stress away or do whatever the fuck I have to do to get that stress away too. It's like, fuck that, bro. Well, I Why can't I just have a girl who I'm chilling with? We fuck around a little bit. We're friends. You know what he's I mean? He's on his whole shit. And then, and then see, but the difference, like, I guess I'm trying to be like a good hoe, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Is there a good <laughs> hoe? Have you ever heard of that? You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, no, there's a decent hoe. Classy you know hoe. I mean? Yeah. Classy, classy hoe. Fuck yeah. I, I would classify myself as a, good, as a good hoe, a classy hoe. Yeah. I fuck with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not trampy. I'm not. Because you got, because you got, he, I, I don't, I don't want to be that, that, that person who's just like, you know, like, Oh yeah, like yeah, I love you, yo. Like you know, I'm definitely gonna be here in a week, and then I'm like, don't get too comfortable. (laughs) You just disappear. You know, I mean that. Like that's not that's not me. You know, like for me, like I'd rather just find people who are trying to like you know chill, fuck around, be friends. You know what I mean? And shit, if she finds a boyfriend in the middle of us doing our shit, I'll be like, yo, that's what's up, deuces. You know what I mean? Like good for you. Like I'm really, but I like the biggest thing. Don't leave people on, bro. That's fucked up. That's just like hell yeah. But like, yeah, man, like, fuck, um, shit. You guys got anything else on that? I don't know. I just stand by my facts. Uh, it even if you're like you said, you're searching just for mm-hmm. people to chill with. It just takes the right person, bro. Yeah, man. You yeah. always gotta. It's just there's a. Uh, you're you're never gonna find that person that's a hundred percent like you because if you have someone that's like you, you're not gonna fuck with that person. So there's always gonna be differences, and like you said, like, you know, there's stress and stuff. But when in a relationship, there's always gonna be an up and downhill. There's gonna be problems. But that problem could go from a minuscule problem to a fucking some blown up out of proportion. But it all depends on communication, you know, feeling out the vibe with each other and working on that solution. Because, like you said, you don't want to grow by yourself. You're trying to grow together. That person's going to support you. You're going to support that person. So when there's an issue, you guys can handle it together. So, I don't know. I... Like I said, I'm happy in my relationship. Melanie, love you. It's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's going to get fucking wet after this. But, um, <laughs> nah, it's just, I think it's just in the sense of be who you want to be. Never never switch up and change for anybody. But, you know, there's always going to be compromises and shit that you got to do in a relationship. And if you're able to do that and that person's able to do that for you, it's always 50-50 and never, like, you're switching up your whole life for that one person, then I don't see what the problem is. But every person's different. Word. Every person's different. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Any last thoughts, Nathaniel? Um, like I've been there in a relationship where it's like, oh fuck, like I feel like I gotta be static. I can't take any risk. I need to do what I need to do to support us and like financially and whatever. Like where we're at in our life was like, I've been there, and that's 
that sucks. Like that's stressful. And I've also been like, okay, cool. I can do whatever I want. I know I can do whatever I want and make the moves I need to make for myself. And there's no arguing that on both sides. Cool. Um, I think it's important to like really just like find that person that resonates with those values that you have for yourself and for your your individual futures and your joint future. Because that's important to respect too. Yep. You know, like you got to be like okay, everyone cool. has an individual goal, but then you know you want to yeah. come jump, yeah. join hopefully into the end together. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel. Thank you so much for fucking being on the AHL podcast, bro. I fucking appreciate it. Do you have anything to us. promote? Where can they find you? Where can they support you, bro? Let the people know. Oh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Lax Boy. Everything else is easily found under there. Um He's a he's a he's a he's a part-time model too. Y'all that fuck, I forgot to ask that shit. Before we end this shit, bro, you're a fucking good looking dude, bro. Thanks. Dude. I said this to like multiple people <laughs> on the podcast, bro. I know I seem but he only sus. means it to bro, you, <laughs> bro. You, you do you model, bro? Um, I've done like two gigs before. I need to do headshots and stuff. I was gonna do it like right before COVID. I need to hit up this photographer I talked about. Now that the weather's getting nice, I'm ready to go out there and like take some more photos and start a portfolio and start applying for some stuff. That bro, uh, you know, you start you start meeting sorry. new girls, bro. Just fucking have a portfolio yeah, on deck, give them headshots, and sign them. They're like, call me. Have your body, your body count on the back and everything, bro. We'll yeah. set you up good, bro. We'll set you up good. Anyway, bro, thank you so much for fucking being here, bro. It's lit. Go Word, follow him on lit. Instagram. Everything, Creation Productions, bro. Fuck yeah. And thank you for listening to the Ayo Chill podcast. I guess we'll catch you whenever the fuck we catch you, bro. Fuck. But this is just anti-credit rolls and shit, so this is just slowly. They don't actually hear us. Yeah, they don't actually hear us. I'm not fucking rip a fat. Oh shit. I never heard that saying before. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually the uh, the first guest in a while. Nah, take a piss. (laughs) Yeah, just usually people get drunk in this motherfucker. I was thinking about that. I was like, I didn't want to be late. I usually keep beer in my car, but I drink it all. So, I drink.